Yo. I love that right. the green screen is keying out your mic because now other people can put stuff in your hand. <laughs> oh, know. bro. No. That's, I don't like that. I'll keep that's the mic right great. <laughs> that's so funny. See, if I bring the mic up, <laughs> then you can Photoshop whatever you want in there. Oh, yeah. Nope. Yeah, I'll keep, keep it right it there. Here. Sorry, guys. What's up, guys? This is the TMP Podcast. This is today's free episode. If you want this episode ad-free and an extra bonus episode, you can find that right now on our website. Live the flying saucers may soon be solved. If you've never smoked weed at literal Woodstock, you're not a stoner. Goodbye. The Army Air Forces has announced that a flying disc has been found and is now in the possession of the Army. Okay, as fuck. I'm trying to get my RC. The so called flying saucers. Fashion your seatbelt and get ready for debate. All right, everybody. Are we live? Yeah, we're live. We're live. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the fucking most racist Zoom call on this side of the internet. Hello. Um, we're we're here, man. We're here. I'm in. Oh, now I'm sucking I- on this. Nice, man. Jesus Christ. The, the Frutista jokes. <laughs> yeah, this is all Frutista Freeze in here. <laughs> the FF jug. I got went to Taco Bell. I got four of them, and they they all fit in here. So this is a day's worth of Frutista Freeze. Yeah, man, that's and I sick. Just it throughout the day. Hey, man, you finished the marathon, dude. You fucking you can eat you can eat whatever you want now. No, I no trust me, I have been. I think I've gained like ten pounds in the last week. It's time to go thick. What's the what's the what was the first nasty thing you ate when it was over? When you're like, oh man, I'm going straight to this. The first nasty thing? Yeah, nasty. Like the like, thing that like you're the like first like bad boy like treat. Yeah, you're like, ooh, I'm yeah, a real like a the little... first thing that I just like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm a na- when you ate it, you're like, ooh, I'm a freak for this. Oh, I'm a freak, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a little slut. Yeah, what well, well, I was trying to avoid that for the first minute. <laughs> oh, we're way past it. Okay. Yeah. What was the thing that you ate? You're like, well, I'm a fucking whore. I'm a nasty. <laughs> I'm a bad girl. And you're just stuffing it in there. You're like, oh, I'm a little bad girl. <laughs> Not even chewing. I'm a straight down. Yeah. You're like, I'm cheap for this. All it took was 10 bucks. And I'm just, oh. <laughs> oh <laughs> treat me like shit yeah what was the first thing make me feel like shit you you yeah hamburger. yeah you uh, ate it and you're like god step on my nuts yeah yeah i'm trying to think okay hold on yeah t- take your time man yeah you know when you when you have an experience like that you got to bury it deep you don't you don't want to remember you know no, i know exactly it's kind of like traumatic a little bit yeah <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's let's walk through it man okay <laughs> let's unpack it okay let's walk yeah. through it uh, so first okay the, the you finished is, the, the run prob- yeah the problem was the day after the the right after the race it's like i didn't want to eat anything yeah i felt like ass actually no yeah. i drank, i drank uh this is actually a funny story 
Congratulations, by the way, again. You fucking, you know, David Goggins. Suck it. Yeah, some dude, I was surfing yesterday and some dude in the water. After surfing beside me for like 45 minutes, he was like, yo, Cody, by the way, I appreciate you going Goggins mode, brother. It's like, damn. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Why I did it. that's why I did it, man. Yeah, to go Goggins mode. I had to go Goggins mode for a second. Um, you should have hit him right there, dude. You fuck with Goggins? <laughs> Goggins some big-ass dick on the fucking wave, bitch. He's like, cool, man. I was trying to give you a compliment. You're like, yeah, bad timing. Yeah. Get owned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you go Goggins mode all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so right after the race... The so run. actually, I did have, I did try to have, I did try to choke down a nasty little tree right after. Okay. I, the, the the problem is like when I when I do these things, um, I have this weird like fight or flight sort of like anxiety that happens at the end. I think most people finish a race and they're like, ah, their body goes into like recovery relaxation mode where it's like it's over. Right. I just stay in horrible like. I'm in pain. This is hell mode. Even after I'm done. So I was sitting there. Right. I wasn't running anymore for two hours afterwards. My, this muscle cramped right here. I yawned and my whole face cramped. I couldn't, move. I couldn't move my jaw. I was just, in hell. and I just felt sick and like, just, I just, I can't even explain it. It's just pure, just the worst feeling ever. Even after I'm done for two hours sitting there. So then my dad finishes and we go to the bar there's like a bar you can see the finish line from. So we were just going to chill there until my yeah. mom. And then, so he's like, do you want a beer? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'll try and Like that was my first little nasty little treat. Right. I right. Like, I could choke down a, a little nasty little beer right now. Right. Yeah. Slide me a sudsy one. Yeah. I felt like a little whore for some beer. Yeah. You're like, give me that foam. Give it to me. Yes, exactly. So he got, he, I see him at the bar. He's ordering the beers, and then he turns around and he's holding two Guinness. <laughs> oh no! I was like, "Really?" He walks over. I'm like, "Really?" He's like, "What?" Damn, like, your dad. Hold on. First of all, artist- let's give your dad a little. Let's give this man ultimate props. He does not do anything on five. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. That dude just did an Iron Man, and he's like. Okay, dude, you want beer? No, we're not drinking piss. You said beer. No, we're we're drinking thickest, hardest to drink beer on planet Earth. I don't bitch up now. Yeah. Son, you said beer. Yeah. And it's just bitter, <laughs> you know? Yeah, dude. Like, it's just, it's all it is is bitter. <laughs> Normally, I like it. So he was like, yeah, of what? course. Like, I thought you liked dark beer. And I was like, yeah, but I just, oh, man. Out for 13 hours straight, all I've been picturing is like, a light, crispy, fucking Bud Light lime. Damn, dude. Your dad just low-key calling you a bitch. No, he did. He did. He's like, That's, that's crazy. Like, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, right, uh, you just go, you want, you want Goggins mode, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I, I thought, uh, sorry. I thought I was sitting with someone who went Goggins mode. Really? Oh, sorry. Can we, yeah, can we get some light beer? Can we get some uh, just a big jug of PP for the little hoe right here? <laughs> this for this fucking pledge right here. Can we get some yeah. piss in a jug for this pledge? <laughs> Honestly, I probably would have preferred piss. Yeah. That. 
so all right like, so you get the guinness sets it down in front of me and i'm like i guess i could try and i drink like four sips and it's just not really sitting right and <laughs> so i'm sitting there and i left my phone in one of the transition bags so i don't have my phone it's nothing like <sighs> we're just sitting there right we're just killing time before my yeah. mom finishes i feel like shit it's late at night so I'm sitting there and I kind of like lean up against the wall and I fall asleep. <laughs> My dad's on his phone. I think Kelsey's on her on her phone. And I'm just like kind of leaned up against the pillar like this, like just sleeping. All of a sudden I feel like a massive poke right here. And I'm like, ah, and I wake up and it's the security guard. And he's like, bro, it, you can't fall asleep. Uh, Australian. You can't fall yeah. asleep in a venue, mate. What are you doing? Yeah. I was like, oh, fucking sorry. I mean, this this venue, this venue, this bar, was literally ten feet from the finish line, where there's a right. DJ, lights, a massive crowd, people are cheering. Yeah, it's like, you can't be a little bit lenient today at 11 p.m. of all fucking all, right. all the rest of the people two, in here just finished the race. Sorry, two things. One, I think you were being a little bit lenient. Sorry, and uh... was. <laughs> But two, the fucking irony that oh damn it, that's that's another one. Uh the irony that after a Iron Man, this guy has the <laughs> fucking nerve, the nerve to call you out for being tired. I know that's I mean, normally I would be like, yeah, fucking, yeah, what am I doing? I wasn't even like I wasn't like normally they say that shit because people are drunk and they fall asleep, right? I'm wearing yeah. the metal. I have the yeah. metal around my neck. It's very clear that I'm not just fucked up passed yeah. out i'm like i just finished a fucking race so i'm like a little <laughs> bit pissed at this guy because i'm like yeah sorry but then i'm like why am i sorry i'm just no one can see me right now the bar by the way there was like nobody there yeah there's like five parties there and all of them were related to the race somehow so i'm sure they weren't like oh we're leaving that guy's sleeping we're leaving this place i wasn't yeah, dude. your bar dude. but that guy's sleeping so now we're not going to spend any money here yeah, we're going to bounce and go to the other one of the other 10 bars on this strip right outside the fucking no, Iron all Man finish Ford, line. Ford Macari. It was like three. Yeah. <laughs> um, what a dick. Yeah. yeah. So then I'm like, OK, he's like, you can't you, you can't. Oh, I can't really do an Australian thing right now, but you can't. You can't. You can't yeah. is like I think he called me. A, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You can't sleep here. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Um, so then I'm like, okay, I'm like a little bit pissed, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, I'll try and sip another sip of this beer, and then I'm like fighting the sleep, and the beer's not sitting right, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta go to the bathroom, and I run to yep. the bathroom. Oh, <laughs> dude, chill. You ran after running. I ran to the, I, I like, I sort of like limp jogged over to the bathroom because I had to get there. Oh, man. It was not sitting right. You know, you get that God. feeling you start salivating like crazy. I'm like, yeah, yeah dude. Pump me. Why does your yeah. body do that? Why know. does your body do that? I don't know. It's so funny. Your mouth just gets so wet and you're like, yeah, dude. It's coming in five seconds, no matter where. Yeah. <laughs> so I like limp sprint over to the bathroom and. There's one stall, like the bathroom is probably like, uh, it's probably like a fucking, I don't know, 15 square foot, like rectangle, right? One, was you walk in, there's a stall, one stall with the door closed and it's locked. Somebody's in there. 
And then there's on the left, there's a trough urinal. And then there's two sinks and a tra- a tiny little trash can in between the sinks. Now, now, is this like a proper like like a structure? Or are we talking about like a like a trailer bathroom? No, it was a proper structure, but like the inside of this place was sort of like a dive bar. So you imagine like Got it. Got you know, it. Okay. Okay. Been used for years and years, and it's only clean. Yeah. Three weeks. <laughs> I just, I just want to make sure we have all the details and possible sense, so that if anyone is exercising or enjoying themselves right now, I want them to be as repulsed as possible <laughs> going into what I think is coming a- after this. So, all right. And the dude in the stall had just finished the races, so he was taking care of some business in there. Okay? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. he was making some serious sense on his own. Yeah, it did kind of look like that, honestly, Luke. <laughs> but if that's the urinal, like the trough went down to the ground and then the sinks both kind of looked like that. And there was a little right. trash can, you know, like a one gallon trash can between the two sinks. Right. Well, like R2D2. One of these little fuckers. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm looking around. I'm like, I can't puke in the urinal. <laughs> so I just take that little trash can and I just start booting like just brown beer and then like bile and just like i'm like uh, like making so much noise and all of a sudden like i hear the door open and these two british guys walk in and they're hammered and the dude like looks at me with like crossed eyes and he's like you're all right mate and i'm like yeah i just i just i just finished uh," and i just keep going and then the dude comes out of the stall and it's these two guys' friend and it's also the dude that I was biking with for like two hours. We were like kind of passing <laughs> each other over and over again. So he looks at me. He looks at me and he's like, you, you good? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, first one, first Iron Man. I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, right. I've been there. You're like, you're like yeah. <laughs> Just... Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Keep in mind, like, we're all touching shoulders. This room is so small. Yeah. So then the dudes start peeing. They turn to the left, and both of them start peeing in the trough urinal. And I'm still oh. throwing up right behind them as they're peeing. Oh. And the dude is washing his hands, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm throwing up in the – it was so funny. And then – so then I, I, you know, I went back to the table, and I felt, like, a little bit of pride that I just – puked and you know the fucking guy that told me to wake up i'm like yeah i just fucking puked in your you know your whole bathroom probably smells like puke now yeah and then you're like let me get a fucking guinness bitch yeah exactly let me get another guinea dang man all right okay so but but that doesn't really answer the question right because you that was that was objectively a nasty thing that happened but what was the first thing you think you enjoyed after yeah yeah, no i know i'm just going through the the mems. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, we're unpacking. We're unpacking. Yeah, we're unpacking. Sure. So that was like one of the first things I had. But then the next day was kind of like a it was like a chaotic day because we had to pack up the bike. We had to go get the bikes, pack them up, go to the airport, fly back to Sydney. It was like a lot of travel. So I didn't really have a lot uh, of time to like, you know, really like nail down something nasty. Did you did you even get to, you know, because, you know, when you have like a good, good travel day, like I feel like I feel like part of a good travel day is like a nice little on the go coffee, you know, like a nice latte or something. I feel like that's when it's a good travel day. We could pick up this nice little latte either from the airport or maybe somewhere on your way. Did you even get to have that? Have you been doing that? Yeah. 
I feel like you don't really drink coffee that much. Oh, brother. <clears throat> I am converted. I'm going to suck this off camera, too. Yeah, hit it, hit it. I'm a... I'm I'm an Arabica bean boy. Really? Oh yeah, man. I've been sipping. Uh, and why is that? Because the coffee's really good in Europe. Yeah, I mean it's just fuck, dude. Europe, you just you know you makes you I don't know just makes you want to drink coffee, smoke cigarettes, kiss a dude drink on the, the lips. Middle. Yeah, yeah. Now it's, you're talking. It's just all a vibe out here. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Grab a little coffee to go. You're like, why eat? I could look like a rock star. Smoke cigarettes. See some other skinny guy walking down the street. You're like, yeah, you're my white, white pants, no boxers. Yeah, you're like, mate. It kind of just swing around. <laughs> yeah, mate. How are you? How are you? On the way, on your way to the tube, are you? Me yeah. too. So you've been smoking some cigs too, eh? No, nah, no, nah, not yet, not yet, not yet. Almost there, but anyway, all right, all right. So I didn't get to have a. a I didn't. I maybe had a travel coffee, but coffee, you know, for me, I just I drink like four a day, so I was like, wasn't didn't really feel that special. Got it. Um, and then when we got to Sydney, we got there pretty late, and we were staying at the Four Seasons, so we went to the restaurant in the Four Seasons. I had duck breast, but it wasn't, you know, still like that's more <laughs> of like a <laughs> what? I'm sorry. That's the bougiest like sentence. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I, you know, everybody here in this just their eyeballs fell out of their head rolling that rolling at you right there. Just, you know, they were they were with us, you know, the Iron Man parts already unrelatable. They're like, I could my body could not handle that. And then, and then they were with us in the puking. They're like, all right, these are still our guys. Yeah. And then you're like, then I touched down to the 4S and they're like, well, we lost them again. Yeah, after the jet, after our jet landed. <laughs> after your fucking PJ landed. <laughs> yeah, the duck breast, it tasted like it was from, like, I don't know. It was fine, but not really a nasty treat because it was more <laughs> low class duck breast, you know? All right, man. Yeah, so I had that, but it felt like, it felt too bougie to really be, like, a nasty treat, you know? It was like, yeah, duck yeah. breast. It's like, a, just a good-ass meal. Yeah, similar to that. Yeah. Exactly. Actually, you know what, man? I'm going to back you up a little bit and say maybe duck titties isn't, like, this highbrow meal that we think it is. There's probably some boys that live in the South that go, or, like, maybe up Pacific Northwest that just go, you know, just go bird hunting. They're like, fucking duck. We shoot that's quail, duck, all that no, shit. We're eating. No, no, that's true. That is actually a good point. But I, I say that because I find it is usually at like high class restaurants that usually have some sort of duck entree. But it's also yeah. like peaking duck. You ever see the process that it takes to cook that? No. Oh my god, it's crazy. It's like a four day to week long process or something where you have to like hang the duck for a while, like in order to get the skin super crispy. Mm. It's like a really involved process. So in order to Got cook it. duck well, I think you have to be like you have to know what the fuck you're doing. Okay, so you got to be a pro. All right, all right. So so take it back. So but actually, wait. Let me take it back for a second because before we hit the airport in Port Macquarie, Macquarie, still don't really know how to pronounce it. We we did we did venture out to have a nasty meal to this place that we had passed multiple times on the course. We saw it multiple times running in just complete hell, and I would run past this place and I would smell it, and it just looked amazing it was called burger urge okay when you're urging for a burger 
Yeah. Go to burger. When you're urging for a burger, man. Burger edge. Ah, <laughs> yeah, mate. It's a burger edge. It's funny because it kind of works in Australian, like burger edge. Like, it yeah. has a nice ring to it, but in American burger urge, it's just like hard to say. <laughs> Sounds stupid. Those are the fucking sounds you were making over the trash can, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is it right here. The New Yorker dirty fries. Ooh. All right. All right. So did you did you did you stop in? We did, yeah. And it just was okay. Oh, all right. So it's not itching. All right. So travel. I don't mean to bad mouth burger urge. Maybe I ordered wrong, but you know, they had a Cali I had like a Cali smash burger. Mm. It's so funny, like a lot of places in Australia. I guess we do the same shit here. Yeah. Yeah. Like where it'll be like an Australian place and it's like the Bondi special. And we're like, Yeah, yeah, dude. (laughs) Everything there is fucking Cali. All this all the uh smoothie places in Australia are like Cali fresh and everything's like the the Malibu, whatever. And you know, it just seems so like exotic. So I got the Cali Smash Burger, which is supposed to be like an LA Smash Burger. Just right close. Which is so disappointing because I'm like, fuck, I wanted that. So, I want. I just felt like a little slut for a smash burger. So it doesn't hit. You travel. You get some Peking duck. You're like, it's not this that feels good. too. And then next day, that was when, that's when it truly hit. Fish and chips. Ah, that's see, that's what I'm looking for. That's what the fuck I'm looking for, dude. And then I had it for the next four straight days. <laughs> that's right. That see that. That's I what had we it were twice hit. in one day. One time, I had it for lunch and then dinner. See, that is what we came for. That's what we came for. You, so good. you, you cheap little. You were like, "Take me again, fish, yeah, fish. Oh, yeah. You can have me as many times as you want this week for just ten dollars. You can have me, fish." Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I was cheap. <laughs> so we are staying around, as I mentioned, the the Four Seasons in Sydney, Australia. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. Hold on. Zach, Luke, could you pop out here and help him lift that name up? Sorry, this is going to take all three of us to get that name yeah, up. It's a heavy one because, you know, it's a really expensive hotel. Um, so yeah, I'm not... a, the beautiful view of the Sydney Opera House from our room. Right. Yeah. And I'm just I'm just if... saying this just so you get like you paint a picture in your head. Right. So if you're looking at the Sydney Opera House from our room, mm-hmm. beautiful view yeah. of it, very clear of any sort of buildings because the, the four scenes right on the harbor. So, yeah, you know, you're picturing. And if you and, and, and sorry, and just and if you're a Sydney local, you can picture this. If you can just look past all the people, you know, on fucking meth and ice and uh, shitting around trash cans and stuff. If you can just look past that to the Sydney Opera House. Yeah, exactly. You can picture this. No, that's not it. That's that's the Ritz, I think, or something. There's a better one. <laughs> There's definitely a better one. Or that's like the uh, I forget which one it was, but I, we saw that one. Either way, you pulled up the only us. hotel. You pulled up the only hotel that was better than the one I stayed in. <laughs> I pulled up the best one I could find. That was a dick move. I'm trying to sound all cool <laughs> and wealthy. Ah. Jesus. It can always be better, man. It can Anyways, always be better. so if you're looking at the shit view from my room, <laughs> fucking garbage view of the yeah, that's that's what it was exactly that fucking shit. <laughs> Who would want to see the bridge too? You know. <laughs> so there's this place just 
down to the the left of the opera house it's like yeah like awnings so it's a yeah very touristy place it's called the opera bar but if you go there get the fish and chips or if you go to bondi beach go to north bondi fish house and get the fish and chips or go to Coogee pavilion and get the fish and chips (laughs) my man was amazing at all three places incredible melt in your mouth man man oh man see that's what i want to hear man that i'm glad you asked the question because i mean i could talk about that for hours oh we know what you're eating after this episode (laughs) (laughs) it's all i've been eating breakfast lunch and dinner you're gonna get off this recording and be like uh uh, babe i I have to go to a meeting yeah (laughs) we down down somewhere just like what do you got man give it to me well i got ten dollars in my pocket the good thing about fish and chips is it's good kind of everywhere especially yeah have you gotten it yeah bro so this is see you and and you know but maybe not everyone knows unfortunately i'm allergic to seafood which is sad because i've seen many of fish and chips that look delicious but i couldn't i couldn't partake so let me let me let me give you a little something let me give you a little something that's going to hit you in your nostalgia uh spinal tap whatever so um obviously i'm in the uk we're you know stayed in london for a few days you know seeing some in-laws seeing some family it's good and then we have to make our way to um uh where, where the fuck are we going we're going to birmingham no burning man going to <laughs> yeah, burning man <laughs> Birmingham. no we're going to sheffield on the way to Sheffield, and on the way, I get a little message from the ca- from the casino god himself. Siva, you know? Siva, he sends me a text. He goes, "Hey man, you should stop over at a uh, Warhammer World in Nottingham." No way. I'm like the I'm like the fuck is Warhammer World? You know, and he's like, "Ah oh, man, it's this like mega store, this and that. They got exhibitions there," and I'm thinking, "All right." So we map it out, and sure enough, Warhammer World is just but a slight detour. So I pop into, we pop into Warhammer World. Shout out to this guy, Kieran, really nice guy. Recognize when we walk in, and he's like, hey, man, you want to check out the exhibitions? I'm like, yeah, sure. So we go through five rooms of, like, massively uh, just cool Warhammer shit. You know, they got the first Space Marine up in a cabinet. You know, they got some of the original figurines from, like, the 80s. And, you know, I know people in the sort of, like, games workshop world got mixed feelings about Warhammer and the cost and whatever. But you put all that shit aside, man, some of the most elaborate, just dope exhibitions there. You're talking, like, scenes that are constructed that are, like, three layers deep from every direction. You look around the glass, you know, yeah, they got, like fucking minimum like 300 pieces per thing you know they had they had one table at the end that was probably like 10 by 15 feet and a staircase wrapped around it it's that one right there it's that same room um but i believe the one i was looking at was different uh and the official yeah 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 it's like the games workshop uh, it's not in Sheffield. It's in Nottingham. Why there? Um, maybe 
it originated there. Maybe that's like their HQ. Yo, click the one with the purple. I think that might be a recent picture. Um. Oh my God. This is this isn't even. This is not even the finish. The this I think is. What I saw. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's just the picture, but like what I saw had much more detail in terms of the paint and stuff. Um. I took a bunch of videos. I can't even send them here, but, uh, you know, I had one like little sketchy moment where I pulled out my phone and I put it like landscape and I started like filming in cinematic mode and like panning uh, like over the, yeah, that purple image right there. I started panning over the characters and shit. And I had this intrusive thought afterward, like, damn, what if I just dropped the phone and I just hit like 15 <laughs> figures you know, I just I shook that feeling off so quickly. Um, yeah, can you imagine I just pull up just like a dumbass it, dude, just like um. Imagine if we got invited to some like installation and we dropped one of the props. Imagine oh, we can talk happened. about we can talk about that now, dude. We've been you think yes, dude. The money we're that they're not getting that money back. All right, so uh, yeah, when when Cody and I went to San Diego to promote the new game of thrones and we dropped one of the fucking dragon eggs <laughs> oh we should we should play the video now we have a fucking video dude we we it's need to so ask if we could do that funny uh, i shouldn't say ask? uh both no mazad we should just check in to see how she feels about it it's um, funny though because okay, okay yeah we can get into that after maybe yeah, we about the bonus. Yeah. yeah, the bonus. Yeah, hey, hey, you're gonna give Cody flashbacks. Hide that thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I know what you're saying. Like you, yeah. So, owner, you trip into the exhibit. <laughs> yeah. So you know this thing is genius because then I come out of there. Yeah, yo, yeah, bro, dude. I was picturing just tripping and just knocking over a hundred pieces with my elbow. Like, oops, <laughs> dumbass American. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Oops. guys. I was filming it and then yeah. So um can I write you guys a check for this? And we're all, <laughs> all square. Sorry about that, guys. I know you like yeah, your dude. figurines. Yeah, sorry. You know, what what's the what's the cost of production on these things? Like three cents per <laughs> fuck out of here. So then you know it's genius because then you walk into the into the store afterwards and you see all that shit, and you're like, I want to buy a hundred fucking figurines, and you know. They conveniently offer free shipping to wherever you live. Did you buy some? With, yeah, I, I bought some things. You know, I think I might try to paint some shit. You know, yes. just get in the mix. That's started. Sick. Yeah, dude, started started reading reading up on some lore. You know, this and that. Um, been you know been diving deep on the Warhammer lore this, these dude, past few days. Sick. I actually want to see that. Oh, yeah, man. You know, got me a box set of some Dark Angels, uh, you know. It, but let me not get carried away. So then, you know, we skedaddle on out of there. And then we, um, in Nottingham, there's like one of the oldest pubs in England or something. And we popped in there. And I proceeded to have a steak pie oh, that yeah. was... You know, I think one of the best meals I've had in all of the UK. I've proceeded to have uh, the best onion rings I think I've had maybe in my entire life. And then Alina, right next to me, had this fish and chips that looked so good. 
I, I was just ready to go anaphylactic to get a bite out of that thing. <laughs> it looked so good, you know, because I was already having the onion rings, and I'm like, these taste amazing. So I can only imagine what I mean, that shit is hitting for. It would have been worth it. <laughs> yeah, I think so, Broke man. Swelling up, it's like it's melting <laughs> in your mouth. Yeah, my, my, my mouth it's so good my dying thoughts are just like this is it's, delicious it slaps um, as you're like slowly epipenning yourself yeah dude and that and and the place there the vibe was really cool you know super tiny uh all the places to eat were in these tiny little rooms and it kind of went up like two two levels um just you know cozy little vibe made you made you want to go anaphylactic so you know, right there with you with the fish and chips. I had that fucking steak pie, but the difference is, you know, I'm I'm missing her. You know, I had the steak pie. I had her, and uh, don't even show me that fucking microwave shit. Oh that doesn't even. That, that looks, doesn't even. That looks good to me though. Yeah, but that doesn't even hold a candle to her. You know, <laughs> everything makes me think of her. Everything makes me think of her, man. After <laughs> I had her, I was like, you know. Did I had to be careful. Did you eat it vertically? Oh, dude. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> I got on my knees and I ate that like thing, up, dude, at the like table. Filling vertically? Yeah, dude. I got on my knees on that table and I ate it out vertically and I was like, you know. <laughs> Everyone gets so weird when I eat pie vertically. Yeah, they get so like. It's so weird. Chill out. Yeah. Um, I eat burgers and everything vertically. So, you know, unlike you, you know, I, did, I didn't get to have multiple, um, you know, I didn't get to have multiple, you know, it wasn't like a, a love that was, you know, experienced over several like days. Where it, stand. Yeah. And I just, you know, I've been, I've been thinking of her ever since. Would you say you're urging I, for the pie? I'm urging. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm pining for the pie. <laughs> for the pie that's good that was really and, you know and 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 conversely you know i think alina since she had him you know mr yeah. fish yeah, yeah yeah i think we've both been falling asleep you know with others on our mind you know yeah, true <laughs> um, like, good night good night and i roll over and i'm just thinking about and you're looking at pictures of that steak or yeah, that just pie. pie it's like i miss what are you it. looking at nothing yeah. <laughs> nothing <laughs> see see that that's another that looks like some good pussy right there. No. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, oh. mm. uh, this is another thing that's also good in Australia and New Zealand. Meat pies. Yes. I didn't have one though, unfortunately. Damn. I wish I did. Uh, what else did you get up to in Sydney though? Did you did you do much? Um uh we didn't really I mean first couple days I was like so sore and yeah, you just can't uh, do shit. Couldn't, couldn't even really walk. So we did walk around, like, you know, the opera house. And it's a sick walk. Like, if you go down the sidewalk there, it's like you're right on the water and just beside, like, a beautiful park. Yeah. Did that. Just kind of went for... My cousin lives there now. He's nice. a chef. He moved there to, like, study under a Michelin-starred chef. And now he works for some guy that... It's actually really cool. He's, like... He's like one of the four people that's learning how to like take, you know, these fucking gigantic 300 pound like tunas that are worth like 50 grand and like cut them up. Oh, yeah. And like, you know, descale them and break them down. Damn. So he moved there from Canada. He lives there now. So we met up with him, had some meals, and then we met up with Fitz. Um, 
in Bondi. We stayed at a in an Airbnb with her and just kind of like same thing, hung out, just went shopping. It was good. Little vibe. Little little vibe. Yeah. Nice. How's tour? Yeah. Um London was cool. You know, it's uh makes you appreciate the sun back home. It's been shitty there. I mean, it's just their typical weather. You know, it's just kind of gray. It's not. It's not bad, but it's just you know, it's different. Um, but when I the sun this... comes, what were you gonna say? No, I was gonna say when the sun comes out, you're like, oh, thank God, you know, you're, uh, yeah, you're yeah, really, yeah. yeah. But anyway, you're gonna say. I asked you this via text, but like, you do have like American history stuff in your set. Do people get it there? Um, they know. Who yeah, yeah. So, is. yeah, I think like there's definitely a a tongue-in-cheek way that I, like, kind of bring it up. Um, I think the the toughest one was, like, some of the Scandinavian shows, like Finland um, or, or, or uh, like, Helsinki, Oslo, and, and Sweden. I actually had a guy message me after one of the shows. He was like, yo, man, great show, but I don't really get one of the bits. <laughs> and so I actually, like, I, I took the time, and I explained it to him. That's and a hilarious it, thing to message a comedian after. Yeah, yeah. Was hey, could you help me understand this part of your show? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was, it was, it felt genuine. So I just, you know, I, I, I bit and um, send him a what just like link, American. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just took the time to it, like explain it, and he then like he got it. He's like, oh, he's like, fuck, man. Me and my girlfriend felt so stupid because everyone was like laughing around us, and we were just kind of lost. And I said, nah, the the bit is massively American. So like, you know, it's kind of asking a lot from you, like all the way in fucking Sweden to piece some of it together. Um, I, you know, like, I know like he got it, but I think when I gave him the full context, it was like, it clicked and he's like, Oh, okay. Right. 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 Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I think, I actually think the only thing is like seeing the difference in like how people react to jokes. Um, you know, like, I feel like English crowds, uh, <laughs> um, I, I think, like, they take a little bit, just a little bit more time to, like, loosen up. And then what I notice with English crowds is um, sometimes parts where I think they're going to laugh, like, they just start clapping. Okay. Like, like as if, like, that's, like, a, like, it, I, I take it like as, like, a politeness thing. Like, they're, like. Ah yes, that was funny, and they start clapping, versus being like ah ha ha. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, not nah, the the American shit. Quite. Yeah, 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 quite. Understood. Yes, yes, mm. yes, yes. Mm, Understood. Yes. But yeah, no, nah, it's uh, it, it it's been good, honestly. I was very nervous though. I'll I'll tell you, the most nervous I was was fucking Ireland. Why? Irish motherfuckers are funny, dude. Oh really? Yeah, they're all funny. Every every person I encountered in in Dublin just had like a witty you know uh, it starts it starts here i didn't talk about this right no no okay so i get to my hotel in dublin and uh our bellman older gentleman you know nice guy like kind of like uh you know, just big old smile so we come downstairs and we're about to go out for dinner and i said uh i said hey man um was was irish humor like and he's like irish humor i'll tell you about irish humor and he, then he does like a joke, like just back pocket, 
does a bit. I'm like, oh, man, that's funny. I'm like, all right, cool. What was the so joke? I'm like, I don't remember, but here's why. Okay. So then I say, I'm like, all right, seems like maybe it's like there's a dark appetite. Uh, I'm like, do people care if you joke about the church and shit? Because, you know, I've, I've heard about, you know, different things about whatever. And he's like, oh, sure. You can, he's like, you could joke about the church. Then he does like, I'm not exaggerating. He does three jokes about like God and Jesus and someone else, like just offhand. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you think it's his own shit? No, no, no. Like they're definitely little, like, you know, one line. He was like, I got a tight five actually about the church. Yeah. Well, dude, that's how it felt. I feel like I could. Well, so here's the thing. So that was like my first taste. Right. So then we go out for dinner or whatever the next day. Um, I'm still like a little bit nervous because I'm like, man, you know, it just feels like everyone here kind of has like a confidence about them uh, to like just, you know, they just they're confident people. So then we go eat breakfast. And I sit down and the table's kind of off kilter. So I put my hands down on the table and it like wobbles. And then there's like two bottles of like sauce and they fall over. And then the guy working there without skipping a fucking beat, he's like, geez, take out the door as well with you. Like some like, like he said, <laughs> I think he said, geez, why, uh, why don't you take the door out with you as well? Like, you know. And it was just like, it was so unexpected and super funny. And the way it like came across is like, he, it was like, he knew me as a person. Yeah. Yeah. And so I laughed and then, and then that in the venue, I was like meeting the venue staff and uh, the sound guys are, you know, they kind of like, they're just kind of funny. And then even one of the guys, like one of the promoters, um, I walk in the room and he goes to shake my hand and I was, I was like eating. So I like closed my fist and I was like, ah, oh. I was like, my hands are disgusting, man. Like, let me do that. And he goes, ah, yeah, uh, that's what I thought when I saw you. I said, that is a man with disgusting hands. <laughs> <laughs> so then it's just all kind of getting in my head like, fuck. You're like, fuck, everyone here is a comedian. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, one of the sound guys told me that it's like a it's a bit. They're kind of like a stereotype about Irish people where um, they'll go watch a show and they'll be like, ah, the fucking show sucked, but we were good. <laughs> you know he's like we all think we're funny and we all think like we're better than the person performing so um i like went in there and i was just like okay i gotta fucking hunker down and i'm like fully prepared for like a drunk ass crowd you know the longer the show goes the funnier than me they're gonna think they are and uh <laughs> it, it ended up, you know it ended up being like a really great show you know uh like i think definitely like one of the best just because like just crazy energy and stuff but um did they heckle you I, uh they did but like in a positive way like at, at, at points they were like definitely like being part of the show and like having fun with it so i you know it, it was it was good um and then uh <laughs> i like i felt like all my fears were were valid because someone messaged me after the show and they said I fair play to you coming all the way to Ireland and getting Dubliners to laugh. I was like, Oh fuck. Okay. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, the whole thing was, uh, was but I like, didn't understand that one part of your oh, dude, dude, I didn't even fuck around with like mocking them like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, you know, it, when it's like us two up there, it's fine. Cause like we can be like, you know, back to the wall, the two of us, you know? Yeah. Yeah pointing like the humor pistols at the room and like it can be like a fun thing but when i'm standing out there on my own i'm like hey <laughs> let me chill out 
yeah, dude. You know, UK, man. It's uh it's been solid. Dude, um I went on a fucking just like you, I went on a death spiral about AI. Oh yeah, did you? Yeah. What? I have a few thoughts. Okay. What led you uh what happened? Um that's a, that's a good point. I had been seeing that uh, that presentation, the AI dilemma, come up a lot in my feed. Okay. Did, did you watch that one? I figured you had. I don't think so. Um, it was presented by these two guys. They have a YouTube channel. I think it's called like um, the Center for Humane Technology. And uh, I don't want to fuck their names up, but I'll just shout out their channel. They got like this great like kind of one hour presentation. Um, I think they do a good job of kind of contextualizing little bits and things that we all think about when we hear AI. But they, um, I think they do a good job just of like packaging it all together. And basically they kind of highlight um, things like, like you've been saying, other people have been saying, and I feel like we've kind of been saying, um, but I think the context they put it in just like, the research they've done, the real world examples that they've kind of dug up, uh, I think they do a good job of of kind of actualizing what everyone's fears are in real time and giving real, real examples that signal to you as a viewer, oh, these are not sort of like sci-fi dystopian concepts or these are not things that we're like waiting for to eventually happen. It's like they are happening right this second. And a big takeaway from their talk is like, what you don't realize is that um, <clears throat> the the scariest thing is that the privatization of this stuff is creating this arms race. And yeah. it's this arms race that cannot be stopped on its own. You know, they, they make the comparison to like nuclear bombs. They're like, um, when nukes, kind of came about like we formed like the UN we formed these committees to kind of be a sort of champion for society and that kind of put the pause and the brakes and like everyone worldwide developing nuclear missiles obviously I'm sure there's a lot more layers to it than that but you know they're they're kind of saying like this is a moment in history where as people we kind of need to do our due diligence and like play our part and think about how we manage the deployment of these things uh like the biggest example that they gave was like chat gpt can do research grade um or yeah like it can do chemistry at research grade level so you could feasibly ask chat gpt how to create nerve gas and it could give you an effective way to create nerve gas and they're, the way they phrased it was, and that capability has been deployed to 100 million people just overnight. And the reason why that was scary is because it was like an emerging capability, meaning like every AI at some point develops a capability that no developer or researcher could have anticipated. So when ChatGBT was released, even the people who made it had no clue that in three months time, it would be delivering research grade uh, chemistry knowledge and you know information I think to 100 million fucking people i think that's one of the scariest parts about the whole thing <clears throat> no one really under truly understands how llms work yes they just know that they do so there yeah. is no like there's no real like way of knowing whether or not 
AGI could actually be achieved because it's like we know what they're outputting. Yeah. But like, even the people making these things are like surprised by the results. So it's like you don't really know yeah. what's going on in the inner. I mean, I don't know. That's what I've heard. I'm sure. Yeah. You're an AI scientist, like you have a better understanding than the average person, but. Um, well, and and it's like uh, these dudes were pretty thorough about like they're not trying to fear monger per se. They're just trying to present examples so that, you know, and, and who knows, maybe someone will respond to this and be like, those guys are funded by these people. And it's clearly like these people trying to lobby for regulation. I don't know, man. You know, maybe someone who knows more about the subject than the both of us can chime in. But um, I think the super valid things that they were bringing up was like what you just described and 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 that uh, specifically that researchers and and people developing AI now are saying that it's becoming rapidly more and more difficult to even understand kind of like the AIs that they're creating and then uh, to track the um, uh, what they describe as em emerging capabilities, meaning like a, a more defined example is like there was an AI that was being developed to teach English and, um, you know, it's, it's, it's being trained, it's being trained, it can't do it well, it can't do it very well. And then suddenly it can do a Q&A completely you know, uh, kind of like in a strong way in Persian. That was not the intended result <laughs> for the bot. Yeah, that's scary. You know? <laughs> right. And so they, they kind of get in these other concepts like this. The scariest one to me was AI developing a theory of mind, meaning like the AI an AI being developed like to to talk with you in the last like three years, it's gone from like or last four years, I think it's gone from to talk not in, like, even a sexual way or <laughs> no, like uh... <laughs> talk with you. That sounds cool. Like uh... I, actually, no, 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 no. Sorry, my programmer brain kicked in. Actually, yes, yes. Um, but it, dude, all right. So like four years ago, or four or five years ago, it was like AI's theory of mind was not even like a baby, and now. At present, the theory of mind is at the level of a nine-year-old, meaning like the way a nine-year-old understands that you have a brain and it understands how it needs to enter, like how it needs to present and speak in order to communicate with you. That's the level AI is at now, but no one knew that apparently until like... Until, until like until I, the AI said some crazy shit on Fortnite. Yeah, basically, yeah, yeah. It's fucking, it started dropping until slurs. The AI like, oh, slurs on Fortnite. And they're like, wait, <laughs> this sounds like kind of a, like modern day nine year old. Yo, this is a straight up nine year old, bro. <laughs> nah, it was like, uh, um, I guess it was like that capability has been there for like three months, and they just found out now. So like, they're kind of they use that as an example to like one articulate that they can't track with ai as fast as it's developing but two they kind of you know connected that to like when you think about snapchat integrating chat gpt as a silent observer and it's always there for you to talk to and its theory of mind is potentially like a nine-year-old they started talking about like how uh 
AIs now, like their level of persuasion is going to be better than a human's because its theory of mind keeps developing. And as it keeps learning from itself and learning from others, it's, its theory of mind is learning like, oh, this is how I need to talk and present to persuade or, or to communicate with a 20-year-old, a 25-year-old, a 30-year-old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Although um, I do, I do kind of feel like I've seen some some things about like how you know everything was moving so fast, and it seemed like, I mean, this falls in line with what you're saying. Like AI is advancing so rapidly, and learning from itself, and it's snowballing, and everything feels like an exponential curve. Mm-hmm. When really it's actually a logarithmic curve because it's kind of like in the past few months seems like it's like kind of tapered off a little bit in terms of like mm-hmm. how smart that. AI is and maybe that's because sure. they like said that they were pausing the training of chat of GPT five or whatever. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why it seems like everything's kind of tapered off. But it does kind of seem like new products are being built around this. But like, doesn't it seem like it almost slowed down in terms of is it, it's like intelligence? Yeah, they, and they they covered off on like maybe there's going to be like an AI winter that kind of happens in this process. Um, so yeah, I mean. Uh, I think that, and again, like this is kind of like a side point. I think they were just more trying to highlight like the scariest part is that in the last 10 years, when you look at the graph in terms of like where AI is being developed, it used to be a hundred percent academia. It was like colleges and it was research kind of, you know, it's just like, can we get it to do this? And now it's like almost all entirely private corporate you know and like it's scary because like even if we have regulation here because there's multiple different companies like you know involved in this arms race is google yeah microsoft now Mm -hmm. and like even if we had regulation or the government step in and be like hey we need to slow the progress of this stuff then china's gonna do it so we don't really have any well so yeah so they they kind of hit on that point too their argument is that um china like echoes a lot of the research we do so they think that by not publicizing and slowing this down and not making it this massive open source model it doesn't give um it get, it doesn't give as much insight into what's going on and if there's like a regulating body that's like yo this thing you're developing is way too powerful this cannot be an open source model we can't even roll this out into the world it may kind of even that out um who knows if that's if that's really how that could work that maybe that's an optimistic worldview but um yeah they uh their whole thing was like if we're going to be doing this there should probably be a regulatory body and it shouldn't just be that these things are just fucking rogue you know just got hundreds of thousands of people being like this is how ai makes you money and just <laughs> i know <laughs> Top five I, bomb recipes from chat. Yeah, dude. That's they, uh, for sure. If I could just even add one example that they brought that was so crazy to me. It was, it was a security camera, and they were talking about how the security camera, um, if you paired that with, like, another camera that was just reading radio waves, I think they were saying, based off Wi-Fi? You know, like the signals that are occurring in a room, you could, in theory, 
closed the visual security camera. And this other like radio wave camera could just read the way radio waves are moving in the room and you could create a stereoscopic image of the of like people in a room because they're they were talking about how language learning models before it, ai used to be separate disciplines so you had people learning about ai and music people learning about ai and video now it's at the point where it's just language models and anything can be a language so they're saying radio waves are just a language so they're talking about like you know putting shit in a room that can just like read the radio waves. And it's like, Oh, it knows how many people are in there, which is just, you know, who knows what the use case of that is, but it's like, it's fucking creepy. Yeah. I know. Didn't, don't you remember that thing I told you about the, the study that I think Google did where they like basically read someone's brain waves and AI oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did a yeah. picture of their thoughts. Yeah. Like, okay. So then it can read minds too. Good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. AI is and then, cool. I mean, I love AI. I love AI. And so I like, dude, I bring all this up because someone was like, uh, I remember someone saying, uh, Cody needs to stop bringing up AI. It, it, it is not, it is not all that. And just like two weeks ago, you saw that the fucking, uh, it was like a president at, or a C-level at Wendy's talking about how they're working with AI to replace their... No, no, no. I'm. I, this is for real. This is for real. No, 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 no. I'm. I'm mature. I'm mature. <laughs> Twenty minutes of talking about AI to to get to a Wendy's joke. Wendy's nuts. <laughs> That'd be so fucked, man. No. Um. No, it was like they're talking about how they said that we're working on an AI to replace. Yeah, uh, like that. order taking. And yeah. you saw the comment he made. I was like. Uh, to be honest, it's probably better than some of our current staff. <laughs> and it's like, damn. You know, they're already just kind of schmoozing the PR to be like, yeah, it's going to be a better experience for the customer. Because we've been hiring a lot of eight-year-olds. Yeah. Run our yeah, drive and Yeah. The AI is now <laughs> smarter than nine-year-olds, so it makes sense for us to... Hey, man, we've all been through some drive throughs where it definitely feels like a fucking nine-year-old is running yeah. that bitch, dude. Yeah. <laughs> definitely and 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 depending on what states you go through the fucking labor laws guarantee that it's a nine-year-old working in that bitch dude exactly in tennessee man legally they got a <laughs> nine-year-old fucking you know throwing ketchup in the bag and all that um wait because you know we gotta go but um oh i went to the ksi fight we gotta talk about that in the fucking bonus oh let's dude. do it let's do it i've been thinking <laughs> yeah, yeah i have some some comments about influencer boxing, I feel like. Yeah, we can talk about it. Well, let me let me let me end on this. So, you know, I kind of go on like this AI death spiral. You know, I'm talking to Siva about it a little bit, you know, and I'm venting um just my thoughts. And then he links me this video of uh of like a, a dude who wrote an app for order taking. That scared the fuck out of me, man. Why? Because the guy was just like let me get a cheeseburger, Coca-Cola. Like, he's just rapid fire, just giving and assuming it's not, like, a pre-programmed sequence and it's not some, like, bullshit app, you know, which I don't think it would be. Um, yes, this dude just, like, rapid fire, like, giving an order, changing it, and it's just, this is updating in real time, like, just crazy fast. It just freaked me out. Did you see the thing that somebody wrote? Somebody, uh, like, built this little like 
device, like this little box that you wear on your finger, and it has a camera on it and like a Raspberry Pi, and it's running mm. ChatGPT. So he gave Chat basically he gave ChatGPT eyes because it like reads the landscape with the camera and a microphone so you can talk to it. Mm. So it's reading the landscape. He's pointing it at things and talking to it, and it's reading the landscape and responding to him in English out loud. Oh no. And he no, coded I gotta the see entire this. thing with ChatGPT. Like ChatGPT coded it. Wrote itself. I gotta see this. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Yeah. There's a uh a similar case. I was like I was I was watching a, a video about this hacker. Um Yeah, that's the guy's name. But he's like the number one, he's like considered like the number one most ethical hacker. And he presented this device that he created that's like a an AI like network hacking device. And he just he just turns it on in, in any room and it's just fucking chewing through like uh Wi-Fi like signal bands, just like literally eating up like handshakes and other shit that's just just AI like recursively like doing shit and like storing that data just in this little handheld device. He just put that shit in his pocket and and walk through a through a massive network and he's just gaining data. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. Dude. I'm yeah, I'm just looking at all this like, bro, we what have got to go. Um I mean, you know, like he he's like inevitably obviously they're gonna try to regulate, but it's like at we're both like at what point uh, like you know, we should build an ai that tells us like how hard to press the button on the slot machine how, yeah, yeah. how many times to walk around it like it reads yeah. juju you know yeah. yeah we should have a juju reading ai that helps us win wait till they start plugging your favorite only fans creator into a slot machine and she's just dancing up there she's like almost <laughs> one more spin cody you might have it. Stupendous win. Like, this is all going back to you anyways. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm going to Vegas Saturday, and I've just kind of... So this week, I've just been kind of meant... Just, I've been trying to get mentally prepared mm -hmm. how much I'm going to win on horses. To be $19,500 down. <laughs> I've just been... I've been reading a lot about, like, what you do when you hit a big jackpot, how to stay humble... Of course. Uh, you know, so I've been kind of like mentally preparing for that. So I'm just kind of this that that's what this week is for. I kind of set it aside as um a sort of integration period, but you know, a precursor to winning a lot, a lot of like a life changing amount of money. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm excited. That's all I've been doing this week. Well, yeah, let's get into it in the bonus, man. Yeah, Cause yeah. uh and we'll tell the story of the egg in the bonus because I don't think we ever actually. Yeah, nah, we never divulged, okay. so we can finally divulge. Um, and we're, we're right, guys. one more thing I forget. Oh yeah, um, the KSI fight influencer. Box. Oh yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, join us in the bonus if you want to hear our comments on that. Yeah. Thanks for watching. We'll see you guys in the bonus. This week on the bonus. Tina, why the fuck are you laughing? Tina, you're fucking fired. I'm not joking. It's municipal, all right? Can we tell the egg story? I see. That's the stuff I'm scared to divulge. Be cool. Don't get us in trouble. Why did you? Did anyone brief you on who? We somehow made a career out of like screaming walnut salad. 
Watch the full episode by signing up for a membership at TMGStudios.tv. <laughs>